Hello, Cucky. What's with AM Sports Radio talk shows not talking about sports? <laughs> this is The Changing Station with your host, Cucky the Dwarf. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. Talk about sports! <laughs> I want to hear about Fernando Tatis. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. On the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. That's from Cucky. <laughs> God, that was awful. Might have some headphones in there. Hello, St. Louis, Missouri, and the rest of the world. We got ourselves quite the show tonight. And who's with us? As per usual, it's the Plowboy. What's up, baby? What's up, dude? What's up? And, and my cosmic brother in crime, Craig the Cock. What's up, buddy? <laughs> the Cock. What's cracking, The Cock's How you there, doing? baby. And we got a studio. We got a guest? We have a guest. This is a real is deal a show. This, this time. is like the most real radio show ever right now. Because I'm gonna have me an artist on the on the show right now, brother. Tack, 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 track. Love it. What's up, baby? Tack track in oh. the building. Five nine to cook it. There he is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's how you do an introduction right there. That's how you do it. Friday night, we're changing lives, we're changing the world. This is coming out of you, coming coming into you from St. Louis. I'm, I got on a bunch of Swedish websites this weekend. I signed up for all these things for international. I'm going to grow this. We're going to grow this thing abroad. Okay, everybody? That's what we're going to do. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Is that what they say, Craig? I think that's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. All 20, right. 2012. 2011? 2012. Um, Tack, what's up, baby? How you feeling tonight? What's up, man? Uh, you know, thank you for inviting me here tonight. It's uh, Oh, stop it. It's right looking now. good here, man. You know, I'm feeling good. Everybody's feeling good. The city's looking good, as usual. I'm this just is, happy to be here tonight. This so is a real studio. It. Can you can you believe they let me in this joint? Uh, it, t- yeah, to me it looked like a, a psychiatrist. Uh, it does. Uh, it kind of is a little bit, right? We kind of go through our stuff. We, we go through some stuff here. Yeah, I hope we it's can okay. get really deep into my deep-seated issues. Yeah, let's get I into it because you are a madman. I can see just by looking in your eyes right now. If, are we are we on live, Facebook Live right now? Anyone? No? We on? No, okay, never mind. So. I'm looking at everyone. No, no, no one's on. Um, but anyway, if you could see this guy right now, holy, holy moly, I want to kiss him. And I'm kind of scared of him too. You know what I mean, Craig? Look That's the best kind of kiss. Hey, buddy. What do you? What do, what do you? Oh God! Look at that! I knew it! I knew it! Hey, what are you gonna do for us tonight? You, gonna, you think we can get a performance out of you later? Or? Well, you know, I was hoping tonight to do a, a new song off uh, my unreleased EP that I, I'm actually planning on announcing here tonight. So, uh, boom! Nice, getting announcements That's up an in exclusive. here. Exclusive. Hey, uh, well, how long have you been doing this stuff? Um, yeah, uh, consistently year after year since 2009, but I uh, have been doing it. I guess I've been involved in music in some way, shape, or form since I was about 12 or 13. I played a little bass guitar, uh, experimented a little bit with bands, but that never really worked out, and uh, just started making my own beats and um, just started rapping, really, and uh, making music. Oh, man, who, who, who's your influences? Uh, pretty, uh, well, I guess if I would, if I, one that comes to mind, because I'm very, like, rhythmic, uh, I, 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 I'm very rhythmic-sounding Loonies, uh, musician. Obviously. So maybe, like, I really, like, Twister, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, mm. You know, dude, East, East, nineteen ninety nine, Eternal. 
Oh my God. Is there a CD? I don't know. Everybody if wore that out. Oh no. Thuggish Ruggish Bone was the theme song. See you at the crossroads. Uncle Charlie. You remember the, the performance on the, on the VMAs where everybody's in the white suits with the fog and everything? That was like the coolest thing I, I've ever seen. Do I remember that? Kids, if you're listening to the show, download uh, MP3s of some <laughs> uh, Bone Thugs in Harmony. In, in Harmony. N Harmony. Like Toys R Us, this is an N. Like, like Toys R Us has the R. Children, listen to Bone Thugs for real. That CD... They had a thing on Facebook, like, well, name 10 CDs that uh, really molded your life. And I'm like, that's so dumb. I'm not going to do that. But in my head, I'm like, I'm totally going to answer, answer that question. Absolutely, you answer that question. I'm going to answer that question. East, East 1999 Eternal. That CD is on there. That's legit. Who else did you say? Twista. Oh, I, I Twista. listened to him a lot growing up. Also, Plowboy uh, Twista. Yeah, I'm a Bone Thug guy over Twista yeah. for sure. Well, Bone Thugs did a song with Twista, uh, one of them, yeah. Flesh. Biggie, Wish, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, crazy. Tuna. You tell me, you said Tuna, <laughs> Tuna Bone did that song with him. Uh, yeah, we need to cue that song up because that song was a hot fire. Remember, like being the fastest rapper was a thing for a while. And Twister threw down. Uh, yeah, Twister threw down. Threw. Get it wet. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. I think there's two artists in this room tonight. Am I right? Hey, I, I only consider you the artist. So, oh, uh, stop it. I know, but that's not. But you, you know, like, like newer artists, I would say Kevin Gates, I have a lot of respect for. See, um, I've totally fallen out of the. From that era of the. Oh, so, so Kevin Gates of the new era. Anybody else from new era? Um. Uh, there's there's quite a few people. I mean, I little I listen to a little bit of everything. I mean, you know, the thing about it is, is I'm not just I don't really listen to a lot of rap. I think on the car ride out here, I was listening to uh, the Wonder, my Dion. You know, and, uh, going wonder. back to some of the, uh, yeah, I like a lot. Yeah. I, so I would say I get influences basically from everywhere. It's not just that's our generation exclusively. Wouldn't you say it's our generation? Like we're in our young thirties, and I would say back in the day, you say, "What's your favorite kind of music?" And people would be like, "Oh, I hate." country i like rap yeah when we we're younger but now i think everybody's like i'm pretty much like you well, can find a song yeah of any genre where you're like it ain't too bad sure. like system of a down never thought i'd like that music now i'm like why did it always send the poor <laughs> why did it always send the poor i'm into it yeah, i'm all right you with know that. what i think about it's cool uh about music today is that you, like you said it's not like where it's so separated by decade music anymore and I think it's finally to a point where everything has been accepted. And I think that's really cool because it's very diversified. And uh, yeah. I, I really appreciate it. I think music's gotten to a point where we have kind of all the genres set up. There's still new ones coming in, of course, like oh, experimental yeah. music and stuff like that. But I think it's to a point where we're in a cool spot because everything is, you know, everybody listens to everything now. It's not just, well, I stay in my, yeah. in my era, or, you know, blah, yep. blah, blah. I go, yeah, it bleeds you know. over quite a bit. There's oh, 100%. And even uh, artists will take a song and then uh, do a song that sounds like something totally different. Sure. So even the, the fan base is like, oh, okay, I can get on board with this. Sure. Um, well, you've had quite the interesting uh, story arc up until this point, my friend. Um, let me ask you a question. What was being dead like? Or should we should we go should we go before that? Because you used to rap when you were, what? Uh, I think I started when I was eighteen, nineteen. But the thing was, is I didn't know where to get instrumentals. I had no idea how to do that. A lot harder back then. And huh? I uh, so what I did is I ordered a uh, uh, digital audio workstation off the internet. I can't even remember the name of the program, but I bought it. 
I started making beats and it turned out I was people really liked my beats a lot and I didn't think that was that was the way it was going to go because I was just looking for stuff to rap over so I started making beats and then I, I basically produced my first three albums and a couple uh, one EP maybe and then now I'm, I'm doing I'm branching out and I'm actually just creating music from scratch in the studio or I'm buying other people's beats as well because the reality is I, I really uh, like being a lyricist over over making instrumentals but how, how do you go about by, like what's a beat run price wise like what how do you how do you do that is, i guess our sites set up now to where no you just gotta it's better if you know people so um so st louis beat makers and stuff yeah yeah i i i get a lot of uh That's i get good, a lot man. of yeah like you know i know people in the area just from doing music for yeah. for this long so i buy it from them it usually runs about a hundred dollars for exclusive rights typically. Bad. cool make some beats freaking drop some lyrics hey real quick before we uh go too far into it tech yeah. track uh Love Lady Armstrong says hey and says he's watching him. Really love it if you said hi. Chris, Love Lady Armstrong. Wow. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm glad you uh, listened to that, man. Love Good Lady guy. Armstrong it's has the first name of Chris. That's not what I was <laughs> expecting on that one, but that's good. Hey, Chris, welcome to the program. You know what I Thanks mean? Thanks for listening. All right, so I, I was cryptic with uh, you being dead at some point in your life, which yeah. is one of the craziest things of all time. So you rap for a little while, and then you decided to join the police force. Yeah, I decided to join the St. Louis City Police when I was what? A, yeah, and uh, you know it was just something. What uh, year? Uh, two thousand eight, and that was it. And <clears throat> why? Uh, I just liked being out there and taught and interacting with the public. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of those? Where were you? Where what district? Six. It was the districts have been realigned now, but back then it was six. So Natural Bridge and Kings Highway area. That's North, a, North City. Wow. Is that Ladue? Is that around Frontenac or Ladue? Yeah, it's Ladue. It looks, it's very, very clean and that everybody's up, on the up and up out there. Yeah, isn't St. Louis cool? Dude, you used to drive around those streets. What's the deal, man? It was great time. Are uh, there yeah. any neighborhoods that are like good? Up yeah, there? you know, I'll say that, uh, you know, the North City gets a lot of bad rap, but, you know, there are good people there. And I think just treating everybody uh, in a certain way equally and respectfully, uh, that's kind of how I try to do it, you know, unless somebody, you know, Started copying an attitude. No Unless pun someone was there, black, but, and then you're like, "Hold on, buddy." Well, I'm I mean, everybody's pretty I'm much. Gonna... Actually, everybody's pretty much black up there. So it was weird to see. It was weird to see a white feed right into that. No, it's crazy, man. I just think you know this. This shows hopefully about spreading a little love in St. Louis and bringing people it, together. Sure, it's interesting to hear your perspective of it because I mean, you used to work those streets, man. Like, now with all the you know uh, riots and stuff going on, what what. Can you say as someone who's been, I mean, you look like someone who's be on the front lines for Anonymous right now, but you've also, have you put on riot gear ever and all that good stuff? I mean, they were they No, I never that. had to. They weren't uh, doing that back then? We trained for it, but I never had to. I was never uh, that was sent out for that. No. Bush 2 was present. The world was good. Yeah, the world was <laughs> really just great. <laughs> it was great Comfortable. back then. Well, I mean, you got any thoughts on that? Like, I mean, that's got to be a tough situation, kind of, because you got a very rebellious spirit in your lyrics and stuff. Yeah, I, I just, um, I think I'm kind of a renaissance man a little bit. I like... I like to do a, a little bit there, of everything. Right. No, what I, I mean know, by I that know. is I like to do a little bit of everything. I'm interested in everything. So I don't really look at it like, well, since you do this, you shouldn't do that. Or So I kind of like that that uh, persona that like, well, that's interesting that he was this and now he's this. And I just look at it like, hey, we're all people. So, you know, I, I think do, do what you got to do and, and that's all you can do. 
Hey, and labels, like, that's perfect, man. Like, you shouldn't be labeling or putting people in boxes. Like, I think a lot of people get stuck in what they think they should be stuck in, and they're either afraid of what other people would say or maybe afraid of their own failing or something, why they don't try new things, you know? Yeah, if your philosophy in life, if, if you don't have some things that contradict one another, then you're not thinking complex enough. You know, I mean, it, you, you, your thoughts should constantly be challenging one another and the things you're interested in will yeah. grow as you as you listen to other people's point of view, as as you take on, you know, you take on a new identity because because the, the environment around us does shape us. So, you know, um, yeah, I, I aim to be complex. I hope that, you know, something you're that so I'm complex, something bro. that I'm saying today, I, I look back at these Facebook memories, you know, and I'm like. It's actually kind of cool because it's like a scrapbook for us, right? Mm-hmm. It's a total scrapbook. Now it's a, a journal, a, a, a daily diary. And I look back and I'm like, Dear is diary. that really how I thought seven years ago? You know, is that is that what I, I was? Know. But it's great, right? Yeah. Like, because you can you, now we have something that we can actually gauge our growth on. Yeah, and the NSA know? knows exactly where you're going with Good your deal. personality thought process, which is nice. Yeah, I, got, I got someone trailing you every day. Good. Right? Listen, the NSA has already been trying to set me up on Facebook. I'm a bit I think of an I've exhibitionist as it is. I've, it's fine. I've made I'd it. I'd be a terrible follower <laughs> by the DEA. No, they'd be really disappointed. It would spend a lot more money than what they would actually. Yeah, they're like, this guy's got a roach in his lumina. Let's get him. He got a gram of seeds. He got a gram of seeds. Well, you know what's crazy about the whole writing and processing? I want to get this out there real quick. I think the cops have one of the hardest jobs, and being a kid in the living in off Natural Bridge in Kings Highway would be one of the hardest jobs around. So it sucks to see them fighting each other when really they probably have more in common than most. No well, I think riots are intensify more when the riots are towards the police officers I, you know it's not i mean that, that's yeah, why they're on the streets because of unwarranted police officers you know that you know that's the big thing now and so when they see cops in riot gear that almost intensifies the oh, 100%, situation 100% it does and I, so that's where you lie and it only takes a small a very small percentage and like ferguson Almost all those looters and rioters weren't even from the area. Yeah, yeah. It was, and so it weird, gives a, a bad stigma to the area as well. Yeah, I, and it's not even the rioting, I should say. I say it's like the really bad neighborhoods, you know? Like just growing up as a kid in those really bad neighborhoods when you're like, hey, hey, I'm going to kiss my family goodbye. Not sure if I'm going to make it home today. All right. Yeah, when you're, when you're normal is and constant cops, fear. Same way. Yeah. I mean, you had For to sure. do that every time you left the house. You're like, well, Hope I come home today. Time for my like, shift. I'm an idiot carpenter. I'm like, hope I don't smash my thumb with a hammer today. Am I right, guys? <laughs> sure, you know, I don't want <clears throat> to. I don't want to speak for all the police, but <clears throat> yeah, there Do is it. that. There is that. You know, I, maybe I won't come home, but I don't. I don't really think I necessarily thought about it a lot, just because I didn't want that to consume me. But at the same time, I, I don't. I never. Yeah. I don't have a family. I don't have kids, so I understand. Police that do have a family and kids that that yeah, don't loveless, that, so that, that think about that. You. So so uh, it's a lot of fun when you're a single guy. I'll I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of fun when you. I could see that little <laughs> glimmer in your eye right there. All right. So how did the career end? Uh, well, uh, it was November 9th, two thousand eight, and I was going to a surprise uh, wedding engagement birthday party in Illinois, and uh, so we were all off duty, and basically uh, we went to a bar, and there was a bar fight, and. Uh, Somebody came in and uh, said, oh, my God, somebody's been shot. So, uh, you know, we just I, I whipped my badge out and my gun out and we all went out there and uh, 
that was the last thing I remember. And I woke up in the hospital, and the first thing I thought of was, oh, I got to call my sergeant. I've been kidnapped. And uh, <laughs> I, was, I was actually tied down. Because you thought you had been kidnapped. That was my first thought, yes. And uh, I was tied down because... Oh, my God. God. Did you have a, a memory of like like your short term memory? Did you have like up until that moment, or did it take a while for that uh, to come back? It came back once I started. Rec- I was under a lot of. They had my parents signed off on uh, drugs that went straight into my main vein of my heart, so I was very, I was like hallucinating a little bit. But one of the things when I started recognizing my parents, well, at first it finally came back to me. I'll never forget this. The day I died, my dad walked in, and, and I and no, I know nobody can see this on air, but I went like this, and I, I pointed like my finger. To my head and I made like a gun a gun like going off to my head and he goes yeah you know you've been shot and uh that's that's when I knew that's it came to me actually so that's when I found out about it so basically what happened was is um we were controlling the scene out there because there was a fight and somebody one of our guys shot somebody and uh the pontoon beach police department showed up and they uh they claim that they told everyone to drop their guns, but uh, they, you know, the doctors claim I was shot in the back. You know, shot in, shot in my left shoulder, broke my clavicle, shattered, shattered, didn't come out. Shot in my neck, broke my, broke my jaw, shot up in the four of my back teeth, broke my nose. They said it bounced around a little bit, uh, broke my eye socket, shot up my tear duct, and exited my nose. And then I was in an induced coma. Wow. Damn, dude. And so I spent a month and a half in the hospital, and then I had about two or three months of rehabilitation. And I couldn't lift my arm past about my heart. And uh, one day, you know, I was fully recovered. Besides that, I couldn't lift my left arm past about my heart. And uh, one day, I went to the physical therapist, and she's like, "So, uh, anything new today?" And I go, "Yeah, just this." And, and I displayed the full range of my arm, and she yeah. goes, "I wasn't going to tell you this, but I thought you were never going to lift that arm again." And that was the completion of my recovery. So I mean, I, how lucky! It was a miracle. How good lucky stuff, are you that that? They hit you there, dude, and you are sitting here right now doing your thing. Yeah, and <clears throat> November 8th, uh, 2008, I mean, that was right when President Obama got elected. So <clears throat> one of the first things the— uh, Damn it, <clears throat> Obama. Yeah, one of the first things <laughs> one of the uh, rehabilitation ladies asked me was, you know, who's the president? I'm like, Barack Obama. And that's kind of when I knew personally that I was okay because they were worried a little bit about possible, you know, mental damage just because the fall— I. Tr- I'm told that when I fell, because somebody else was there, that I dropped. That he's never seen anybody drop on the ground that quick, and I was just white, wider than the moon, and there was just black blood everywhere. And I actually died on the helicopter because I was losing as much blood as they were putting in. And apparently, I, I believe the uh, the SLU surgeons, phenomenal job. I think they did a very long operation on my face. And the running joke is, you know, I I look just as dumb as I always have. So <laughs> thank you, good job, guys. <laughs> You couldn't do something else while you're in there, guys? Like yeah, a yeah. little, give me the Clooney or something? You couldn't have done that while I was just under? Come on, fellas. The Brad Pitt. Yeah, well, you kind of got a little Brad Pitt thing going on. Oh, the Lexington yeah. Steel, but that, you know. Yeah. Like we enlarged you a little bit while you were in there. So, yeah, I would, I, I, after all that, I was fired, and then um, I, I, I basically had to restart my life, so I... Uh, that's what I did. I restarted my life, and I and one of the things that I that all I wanted to do after I woke up was just write music, and uh, that was basically the catalyst for me doing music ever since. And I think since that shooting, I started recording my first album ever since the ninth, and uh, that's I've recorded two more albums after that, and I have three P's out, and I think I recorded a total of like eighty or ninety songs in that time. I think. Listen up, world. Listen to this guy. He is the. Uh, perfect example of never giving up as far as even your body 
in when it was all signs were saying, shut down, shut down, let her go. Something inside of you said, uh, not tonight. I will not go quietly into that dark night. You, and I'll be tech track the rest of my life. <laughs> man, it's a, it's an amazing story, dude. Like, and it is, it, it's, it's something it's, to think about. It's for inspirational. Sure. Yeah, dude. Like just <clears throat> being able to keep doing consistency is one of the keys in life, man. Consistency and being able to get through obstacles, man. I just look at it like, you know, maybe I could have gave up. Maybe I could have never worked again. Maybe I could have not did anything and kind of just let it get to me. But I, I felt I personally have. that it was like a profound moment of I can do anything now because I have nothing now. So now there's no limit. And that's that's kind of how I feel about that whole situation. So I, I actually, I know it's kind of a negative situation, but I've always looked at it as a positive because uh, I would have never actually recorded and done all this music over and over like that because i would have been a cop the rest of my life and i kind of gave it up for that that's the message turning negative man. into a positive hey can we get a song out of you you think or uh are you gonna drop your one off your new album for us or what's the dilly yeah i'll go ahead and set that up before we do it let me just take a little uh sip of this water here basically um what do we got, brother? Dead air. It's the best stuff. Uh, <laughs> we, we live in that dead Ratings. air space. We love it. No, I usually, I usually have everyone just go quiet for about five seconds yeah. of show just so we get comfortable yeah, let's with get, it. Let's get Exorcist quiet in here tonight. Um, no, anyway. Uh, okay, so the new album is uh, called... It's my mock drum roll. It's called Lit. So it'd be called Tack Track Lit. And uh, it's... Um, woo! Woo! You're right. And uh, lit! Yeah, and uh, I think you know. I think all the kids are saying it now, but that's not really. That's not really why. I said, that's not really why I did it. But uh, oh, I saw a guy on Twitter was tweeting yeah. about the hockey game. He actually, said lit, actually, so, I saw uh, it on Sesame Street. I don't know. I may have been uh, high. Oh, but, uh, Ernie is lit. <laughs> but no, uh, the song that I'm going to do tonight is called "Escape from St. Louis." I thought it would be a good song, perfect to do for the audience and whoever is listening online across this uh, nation. Hey, we're on five ninety. The fan AM. 105.7 HD2 FM, yeah, inside STL.com, CBS Sports Radio. I'm reading this off the microphone. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, and this is this is Tech Track coming at you. St. Louis, show your boy some love. I might throw in a little bit at times if I feel Yeah. Right. Tech Track. And Cookie. And Cookie. I'm knee deep in the waters with the arch to my back I'm tripping like a crack addict, don't know how to act Escape from St. Louis Help me escape from St. Louis I'm knee deep in the waters with the arch to my back I'm tripping like a crack addict, don't know how to act Escape from St. Louis Escape from St. Louis. I'm so Midwestern, Missouri. You can hear it when I spit or when I talk. And when I pull up in a Ford Fiesta, you know the rest of the night will be totally screwed up. This town is scary. You can hear them hollering angels. And you don't need to quiet down to hear the sound of them heaters going bang bang firing pistols. Oh good, more gun talk. Ain't it just what this country needs? The city mourns more moms who's more than the one shot dead as the nation screams. And they say we a nation of thieves. Tell yourself what you need to believe. But I'ma get mine. Ain't it really what we need to believe out here living in them weeds? 
Just crack a window and listen and hear the streets speak All kinds of moves in the city and I just don't sleep I hear them cop sirens Ghetto birds, them gunshots scaring all them St. Louis nerds I'm tripping like a crack addict, don't know how to act Escape from St. Louis Help me escape from St. Louis, yeah I'm knee deep in the waters with the arch to my back I'm tripping like a crack addict, don't know how to act Escape from St. Louis Help me escape from St. Louis I'm still on my brand new stuff Like I just turned 21 And when you feel turned down, turn it up Like the sound of them amplified drums It can get a little hairy You don't want to meet the Hendersons Ever since I've been sent on a mission of mercy To hit him with the hind Okay, let's get some It's dark like Halloween Scumbags like the Zodiac ruining Elm Street like Freddy's dreams Kind of linguistics Sweet as candy from Hershey's Chocolate, my favorite type of milkshake Let it sink in, clink drinks and think Sex assault and Beeble the rape done rabid By Dennis Rabbit, a rapid habit Still copycatted We need an innovative Intervention For this crooked drunken mess In this baseball heaven with the arch to my back I'm tripping like a crack addict Don't know how to act Escape from St. Louis Help me escape from St. Louis Yeah Waters with the arch to my back I'm tripping like a crack addict Don't know how to act Escape from St. Louis Escape from St. Louis, yeah. Tech track, lit in St. Louis. Look for me at the local bar. I'm probably piss drunk. Is that okay to say? I hope it was. You can say whatever you want after a spit fire like that. Lit, lit, fire. Thank you, thank you. Dude, no, thank you. Thanks for coming in here, sharing your stories, sharing some thoughts. Dude, I wish we had more than 30 minutes, man. I guess we actually do. You want to stick around? We're going to get into some Netflix picks of the weeks. I know you're a big movie buff. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll hang out. Hey, stick around. All right, St. Louis, we're going to take a little break, and we will be coming back at you. Escape from St. Louis.